King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s dream a lie? We are going to talk about this topic today of whether Dr. King really had a dream and if it was really a lie. Because when you read about Dr. King and you study his life and his I Have a Dream speech, it occurred about five years before the end of his life. Yet every year on his birthday, we hear Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech and rarely anything else he said. Played on television over and over again. Played on the radio over and over again. And it is though they are trying to say that he didn't stand for anything but the speech he made five years before the end of his life. And I understand that the I Have a Dream speech makes everyone feel good. But Dr. King was much more than this speech. So he made the speech during the March on Washington in late August 1963 and he was assassinated in early April of 1968. So from 1963 to 1968 is about four years and eight months after the I Have a Dream speech. Now think of yourself for a minute and think about how much you have grown in the last four to five years. You've certainly changed and you've grown. Your understanding of the world has grown. You've been able to absorb four or five more years worth of information. And some of the positions that you took on certain issues have changed. Now imagine if I took you and your current self and deleted it from history and said that the only thing that you stood for was what you said and did four or five years ago. Well, this is what happened with Dr. King when we hear his I Have a Dream speech year after year. He grew, and in many ways more rapidly than many of us would have over a five-year period. He became more international with his criticism of the war in Vietnam. He supported labor unions. 
he also advocated for the Poor People's March on Washington, where Dr. King resolved that civil rights would not solve the issue of poverty in America. His Poor People's Campaign was advocating for decent housing, full employment, and a guaranteed income for every person in America. He advocated for reparations for black people. He said, and I quote, at the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and Midwest, which meant that it was willing to undergrid its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farms. Not only that, today many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. Now this is what we are faced with, and this is a reality. Now when we come to Washington in this campaign, we are coming to get our check, end quote. And by the way, I must add that farmers are still paid not to farm in this country. So Dr. King grew toward an economic inclusive position which advocated for real things. And James Cone in his book Martin and Malcolm in America, A Dream or a Nightmare, pointed out that Dr. King was moving closer to Malcolm X's international position. So Dr. King said, and I quote, Don't let anybody take your manhood. Be proud of our heritage. As somebody said earlier tonight, we don't have anything to be ashamed of. Somebody told a lie one day. They couched it in language. They made everything black, ugly, and evil. Look at your dictionary and see the synonyms of the word black. It's always something degrading, low and sinister. Look at the word white. It's always something pure, high. But I want to get the language right tonight. I want to get the language so right that everybody here will cry out, Yes, I'm black and I'm proud of it. I'm black and I'm beautiful. End quote. And so here we have Dr. King advocating for a position when it comes to race that's very similar toward the end of his life to that of Malcolm X and is also very similar to that of the Black Panthers. So the answer to whether Dr. King's dream was a lie is just this. Yes, he had his dream. And while he never gave it up, his political positions, his stance on black cultural issues and economic issues, the things that would actually bring about the dream, evolved. Yet anyone who only plays Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech that you hear in the media year after year on television and on the radio is telling you a lie because they are not exposing you to Dr. King and his true self and his actions that he advocated for toward the end of his life. Therefore, they're not giving you the same tools that Dr. King believed in and the same positions that Dr. King believed in that will really bring about the true changes that will bring about his dream. Therefore, you should go and tell everyone you know to stop telling you the Dr. King, I have a dream lie if all they're going to do is play the I have a dream speech over and over again. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip hop track by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles. 
I like to call this one is Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech being told as a lie. If I had a dream and the dream was told by others as a lie, would you continue to tell it or keep your eyes on the prize? Would you ascribe to what I, Dr. King, did in the last couple years of life? And would you tell it as I see it in my eyes? That while they denied newly freed slaves the land in kind, they were giving the Europeans land out west in a gesture that was warm. Not only that, the government gave them the know-how from experts to learn how to farm. Not only that, they gave them farm tractors and machines at extremely low interest rate loans that did charm. Not only that, the government pays them today not to grow crops like wheat, rice, and corn so that they could be wealthy and then they are the first to say that the black man should pull himself up by his bootstraps every day. If I had a dream and the dream was told by others as a lie. Would you continue to tell it or keep your eyes on the prize? Would you ascribe to what I, Dr. King, did in the last couple years of life? And would you tell it as I see it in mine eyes? Would you speak against violence of our government in every international war? as I did in Vietnam? Would you speak for the poor people and hold the march for poor people on Washington? Would you advocate for a guaranteed job for every American? And would you advocate for a guaranteed income for every citizen? If I had a dream and the dream was told by others as a lie, would you continue to tell it or keep your eyes on the prize? Would you ascribe to what I, Dr. King, did in the last couple years of life? And would you tell it as I see it in mine eyes? Will you say that to be black and proud, to be black and beautiful is a worthy pursuit? To never let anyone separate from you your manhood or womanhood and keep you as a boy or girl in perpetual adult youth. To never tell you that your life should be battered, but that you should be black and proud, black and beautiful, because black lives matter. If I had a dream and the dream was told by others as a lie, would you continue to tell it or keep your eyes on the prize? Would you ascribe to what I, Dr. King, did in the last couple years of life? And would you tell it as I see it in mine eyes?
Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. If you like listening to this podcast, you can now support it by becoming a direct supporter of the weekly podcast. You can donate at the $4.99 level, and if you don't have as much money, you can support it for as little as $1 per month. Please click the link at the end of the description on my podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. The link will take you to my Anchor.fm podcast page, which is powered by Spotify. If you scroll down on my Anchor.fm page, you will see a button which says support. Anyone who supports at the $9.99 level monthly, I will send you an autographed copy of my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, if you email me. If you support me at the $9.99 level, you will need to email me the address that you want the book sent to at Martinez at gmail.com and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Again, that email is Martinez at gmail.com M-A-U-R-I-C-E-M-I-L-E-S-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com, all one word. And I will send you an autographed copy of the book if you support me again at the $9.99 level. You can also pick a copy of my books up on Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, and The Real Vibranium of Africa, which is also under the name The Wakandas, Real Vibranium of Africa, by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez. I have some new books coming out soon, and I will keep you updated. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, and I will speak with you next week.